Welcome to another episode of Chat and Chill with Super Hill. Today it's all about food. It's actually not a bad topic to talk about. I have with me my special guest, Ms. Patty Patton, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. I look forward to chatting with you. Okay. Well, you are definitely someone that folks want to hear from in the district. But we're going to talk about some fun stuff first. So we are on the precipice of my favorite holiday. I know some people debate holidays. I don't. The only one that matters to me is Thanksgiving. So thank God for that. Um, so as we approach Thanksgiving, Patty, uh, could you share a bit about your role as a food service director and how your team contributes to creating a positive and nourishing environment for our students? Well, first of all, we have a fabulous team in every one of our buildings. Um, it's been a, kind of a challenge for the past couple of years, um, but we've been able to hold it together Um and I think the biggest thing with us is when we are serving the children, we want to make sure they know why we're serving them what we're serving them. As far as being a part of the National School Lunch Program, where we want them to be nourished, but not only just nourished by either one part of our meal or another part of our meal, why it's important to have a fruit or vegetable with their meal, um, things like that. And actually having a conversation with the children, whether it's it's usually just a small snippet, but as they're coming through the line. Okay. Thanksgiving plans. This is always good. So, as I said already, Thanksgiving's coming up, right? It's, uh, it is here. Are there any special dishes or traditions you personally, so we're not talking about work, mm-hmm. but you personally enjoy during this holiday season? Will you be cooking up a feast for the holiday? Or do you just do a part? Just don't tell me you're the paper plate person for the family. Well, obviously you don't want to hear it then because my husband is a very good cook. Okay. So I don't cook for the holidays. He does. He does the cooking. <laughs> he does the cooking. Um, and he, do, he has two specialties. Um, his pumpkin pies are excellent. Okay. And then he does a um, sausage cornbread stuffing from scratch every year. And I love it. Yes, I will. I promise. So that, <laughs> sausage and cornbread, that just... <laughs> I don't know what else you need. Just something to yeah. drink it down, wash it down. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Our food service director does not do the cooking for Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny to me. I'm with food all day. I don't want to do nothing with food. Yep. So she is going to put out the plates. So um, if you are that person in your family that's always invited to bring the plates and the cups and the napkins, um, just know you have an important role and your family does love you. Just don't try to cook nothing. All right. What about, so behind every successful initiative is a dedicated team. So tell me more. You were talking about your team a little bit already. Mm-hmm. How do you express gratitude to your team, especially during the holiday season, for their hard work and commitment? And I know they do a lot. Yes. Well, I, I actually like to be a part of what they're doing. I'll go and help serve. I'll go over and just make sure everybody's doing okay and we'll chat. Um um, I love to put together a little gift bag for them at um, at Christmas time. Okay. Um, it's just little little things, maybe chapstick, lotion, but I always make sure I put scratch tickets in there because that's their favorite thing. <laughs> and as soon as they pull them out, that they could really could care less what else is in there, but they're scratching those tickets. Take it, take it my idea. I've been doing that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So, but I also have done. Um, Gift cards from local businesses. Yeah. So I've gotten them from the Bean and from Dom's okay. and 
hand them out and do that kind of thing, well, just to like keep them, it local. They like them scratch tickets. Yes, they do. I think it's the hope. So somebody go hit one day and then quit. No. <laughs> no, I only buy the $2 ones. Oh. <laughs> and they, I tell them that. Right. You, you can't quit off of this, no. right? You, you, you might take a little small trip, but you ain't going to. Yes. Don't get overexcited, right? It's not yes. Powerball she's giving no. away. So, <laughs> so let's go into an area of um, health and safety. Food services goes beyond just providing meals. There's a critical aspect of health and safety. Could you shed light on the measures your team takes to ensure the well-being of our students through the food they consume? And I want to say this. So in my um, student advisory groups, I've had some students say, sometimes the food isn't cooked all the way through. Or like, I don't know if it's over, if this is overcooked or is this spoiled. I always tell them, if something's spoiled, you should go right back to the food service line. But I'm like, we don't go out and buy, because they always say, can y'all just buy better food? Can you like break that down for the public, please? Because I know you don't buy bad food or not tasty food. And so, the regulations more so, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so the regulations actually start with a bidding process. So we have to go out to bid for every item we serve. So um, when I put together the bid, we typically go with, really well-known products Mm -hmm. so all the chicken we serve is from tyson um tyson chicken we buy (laughs) we buy our um jamaican beef patties from scott's in hartford scott's in hartford um we are actually uh looking to purchase frozen broccoli that was actually grown in connecticut and processed by cisco so it's a connecticut grown product that cisco is gonna distribute yeah so those are the types of things um, that we do. What about, what about um, your cold cut meats? We do. Um, actually, the company is called um, Old Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they make their cold cut meats specifically for the guidelines for the child nutrition program. So they're, they have what they call a child nutrition stamp. Okay. That means that their formulation is specifically made to USDA, the federal guidelines. Um, and we can get from, we get, uh, Virginia, smoked Virginia ham from them. We get turkey, um, buffalo chicken, those types of things from them. So what, say more about, um, I don't want to make this too much of, I want to have more fun, but I, I just get asked these questions so much and I'm like, let's just answer folks mm-hmm. and they can play this over and over again. So why do we have to follow these standards? Um, in order for us to be able Instead to... Instead of you just going down the street getting some pizzas and, you know... Right. Or people in the kitchen. Because I know we got a whole lot of ladies in them kitchens that can really cook. Yes. But we can't throw all that salt in there, you know. Oh, no. So we're very need, regulated. They need to understand why we have to make food the way we make it. So it's be, it's it's called the Healthier Initiative. So it's actually trying to teach the children that they don't need a pound of salt on everything. That it, it can be tasty when it doesn't have that. Um, we actually just invested in five new, and I apologize, I can't name them off the top of my head, but they are spice um, uh, combinations that are made with no salt at all. So we're experimenting with those types of spices. But the federal government, um, in order for us to be able to serve the free and reduced program that we do, we have to follow their guidelines to the letter of the law. Right. And there's no deviating from that. And so just to be clear, ladies and gentlemen, that's so that we can ensure all of our children have the opportunity to eat um, every single day, breakfast and lunch at school. So um, there is no 
devious plan to give you something that doesn't taste quite like mom's or grandma's, but uh, it, we have to give you what the federal government says or meets their guidelines. And, you know, Ms. Patton and her team are looking for the best and the tastiest foods that still meet those guidelines. So I know in our society, we're used to eating junk, really, right? We eat yes. a lot of processed foods yes. in our society. And, you know, when you eat better food, our, even our systems, right? I know when I go travel to other places and they're eating like fresh, my yes. body feels different. Yes. It's like, wow, this is different because you're used to, even when people tell you something is good, you really got to read a label because they stick a lot of things in our food. Yes. Um, living overseas for a while, they, they don't put stuff in their food. So it's like they kill the chicken. Sorry if that grosses somebody out. They, you know, quarter it up and they cook it. it yes. It's very different for, for uh, the way we live. Right. Right. So I just want need people to hear that because they keep, you know, they bring it up. And I know it's a serious concern from students and some from families, um, but we can't cook quite like you do at home. You get to do things differently. We have to follow guidelines. And that's so that all of our students have the opportunity to eat a healthy meal. So we were talking about nutrition and uh, the, the crucial role it plays. Can you say something to me about um, why students should actually pay attention to these nutritional guidelines for their, their, their lives even beyond school? It, um, a lot of it starts with even just portion sizes because um, the way the program was set up was it's a midday meal for children. This breakfast is fairly new to everybody, right. but the um, it's supposed to be a midday meal to get you to your dinner, supper, whatever. So um, it's meant more to be that more like grab and go type of thing. Um, and it's like, again, portion sizing and making kids aware of what they're taking and actually having to be able to offer all five of the components, which we offer a fruit, a vegetable, a bread grain, a protein and milk. Of those five items, every child is can take all five if they want. They have to take three of the items, and one of those items has to be a fruit or vegetable. So the milk, um, well, I'm just older, but some people don't do well with that, you know, that milk. So yes. what's their option? Uh, we have soy milk. You have soy milk. We have soy milk. So we don't have other options of milk, like almond. No, milk, that's their, their they are not. So the regulation, they only allow us to do a certain type of product as a milk replacement. And that's what that and is. Soy is it? And soy is it? But then you said the magic word. You said almond. Yeah. We're a nut-free school. So you can't. Do so we don't milk. do any nuts. You can't do oat milk. We that has not been experimented with yet, as far as um, USDA goes. I know that there's a lot of legislation out there that people would like that type of milk to be offered, um, and we can only hope that it gets changed because right now their choices are not a lot. So again, to the audience out there, ladies and gentlemen, students, you you can uh, stand up and exercise your civic rights and get to your local legislators to push this, right? If you don't like regular milk or you can't drink regular milk or you don't do soy, I don't do soy, um, then you need to push for other options, nut-free options, but you have to talk to your legislators. That's how these things get put into law and these acts come about and we... As a public entity, we have to follow them. So 
that's the down and dirty of all that. Because people ask me, so I'm like, I'm like, I gotta get her on the show so we can make sure we take care of that. Because I'm getting tired of getting asked about that. So let's move on to something really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I was really excited to hear about your collaboration, right, with food services and Newgate Farms. Where's, yes. uh, where's Newgate Farms? Newgate Farms is um, in Windsor, and it's also in Granby. Okay. Um, they do participate in the um, in the farmers market. Okay. Um, but unfortunately, because of where we live, um, most of the families that benefit from the what they grow is in our summer meals program. Okay. So all of our fresh fruits and vegetables come from them for our summer meals program. Okay. We don't buy anything okay. from anybody else. Um, and then we actually have been able to do small packages on Fridays for families to take because. We usually have some leftover tomatoes or cucumbers or whatever. We just package them up for them to take. Um, So once the school year starts, it's mostly um, fruits that we get from their orchards. Um, We get pears and apples. Pears usually only up until the end of September, but we can get apples from them because they have cold storage until December. Um, And we are experimenting at the high school this year. Hopefully they'll like it. Um, But we are doing a roasted um, butternut squash for them next week. So we'll see how they like it. Um, we're going to put a little cinnamon on that and go from there and hopefully so, introduce them to a little something. I can't new tell you out there, roasted butternut <laughs> squash. That is usually on a pretty good menu at a pretty nice restaurant. So look at that. In our food services here at Windsor High, you're going to get roasted butternut squash. Now, please don't nobody say, we're the chicken. It's not chicken soup. Okay? So, I'm just we're trying to change your palate. If you don't know what I mean by palate, I'm an educator. Go look it up. All right? So, are there any other um, community connections or things that you do? You talk about the summer meals program. Yes. Um, I love the, can I say farm to table? Because that's what yep. people call mm-hmm. this. Right? A local farm. And we're bringing stuff right into our school. Are there any other initiatives or collaboratives that uh, the food service? Um, well, we we buy our granola from um, Jeff's Granola, and they every year um, donate a portion of their proceeds um, to five hundred one c three charities. And because of what we purchased last year, we were able to donate seventy two dollars to the Windsor Food and Fuel Bank. Okay. So things like that, we look forward. So we're not to just doing. we're not just taking here, right? This is this is great. Because another thing, you know, especially as we get ready to, uh, we're moving into budget season, I want people to understand that the school system is not just a, you know, a, a taking system. Some, I know the majority of folks don't think that, but we have some people think that all we do is take, you know, like where you have to pay for school, you know, the supplies, you know, you got to pay salaries, you got to pay for equipment, food, everything else. But here's an example of this actually supporting other people, yes. right? So we get to support the uh, food and fuel bank and that's not coming back to the school. That's going out to the community. So, and there are lots of folks who depend on those community resources. So that's a great thing. Um, food education is an essential component. Uh, how does the food service department contribute to educating students about healthy eating habits? You talked about portions before. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any other lessons around like the food groups? Like, why do we have the five things? So we have we have a lot of pretty posters okay. in our, in all of our our kitchens, um, mostly elementary. Um, and they talk about that. Uh, we are, um, resurrecting our wellness committee. Um, so we will be looking at, um, it's called a well sat and it's, um, given to us by, um, the Rudd, 
Association from Yale, and it actually does evaluate all aspects of the nutrition in the school district. So everything from health classes to gym classes to what we promote in the lunchroom, things like that. So do we still do that food, food it's, triangle? It's I'm not a pyramid myself. anymore. So it's a plate. It's a plate. The pyramid is gone. It's a plate. Pyramid's gone. It's a plate. So you guys all probably knew that. I, I didn't. <laughs> I still have that pyramid pictured in my head mm-hmm. and, you know, the broccoli with the happy face and sneakers yes. on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Some things just don't change. Although lunch did get smaller. But. Yes, it did. That's for helping Things have changed. Things, right? Things have changed. Yes, they have. All right. So in closing, is there any message you'd like to share with the community overall? Like they, um, food services. Food services. We also, I just wanted to say, um, touch on, uh, we do mentor um, uh, students, interns, dietetic interns from both UConn and St. Joe's. And every year they have to do a project. And sometimes that deals with children, sometimes it deals with equipment, it just depends on um, where they'd like to go. Um, And I did um, have to pat myself on the back. The new food service director in the Hartford Public Schools, I mentored him. So just hearing this, so I'm really dating myself. Just hearing there's a new new food service director in Hartford. So my good friend Lonnie is gone. I just know Lonnie, she was over food services for a long time. She's a wonderful person. Yeah, so, I enjoyed working with her. Okay. So, so y'all know, yes. good friend. Good, good friend. Good, good friend. friend. We got to enunciate. Okay. <laughs> so, well, um, it, it was, if, there's, if there's nothing else, uh, I want to thank Patty for joining us. I am glad to have finally sat down with Ms. Patton and talk about food services and what we do. I hope that folks heard um, the thought and the concern and the care, in, in addition to the regulations that we have to follow, that goes into providing these meals to students. It's not just a, hmm, what are we going to do today? Just throw something out there, right? There's, there's a lot of thought and, and care that goes into this. So I thank you for that. I want to wish everyone out there listening to this podcast, have a happy Thanksgiving. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, enjoy the days off from school um, and from work. If you have that time off, if you don't, you might want to consider coming into education. So give us a call. But oh but yes, we're hiring. Enjoy. <laughs> and again, people think they know a lot about Windsor. They think they know a lot about school lunches and food services. So if you don't know or you didn't know, now you know. Thank you very much. Thank you. 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 Thank